Subjugation is liberation! Contradiction is truth! Those are the facts of this world! And you will all surrender to them! You pigs in human clothing! Wandering the Blue Ridge Mountains while not bending to societal pressures. I am Dean Ledwig, and with me as always is... This is Scott Dunlop frying in the hot sun down in Lukenbach, Texas in 100 plus degrees and watching the road melt. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this heat is making me uh, not wander as much as I normally do. Well, I, <laughs> look, I've been hearing all these reports that they're pimping global warming. Or no climate change. Yes, yes. It's Whatever it's called this now. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they, they've been pimping this. Just crap. Ask Greta. Well, they've been pimping this, telling us to eat bugs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because cow farts are ruining the environment. Cow. Oh, and now fertilizer. And fertilizer too. Yes. Well, I would say fertilizer is ruining, but not not for the same reason. No. Not for the same reason, but. Anywho, yeah, they're they're using this as a as a way to really just pimp global warming. Yeah. Or climate climate change. change <laughs> right. Which is gonna be the next thing. Uh, I, I just read a report that CNN's gonna be doing uh that's what they're gonna that CNN's gonna be pimping climate change since the COVID things kind of died off. Yeah. So they can it's get the you to fear, eat bugs. It's the next fear porn. Can get you to yeah. eat bugs. Absolutely. So anyway. We'll go on with our Wheel of Genders. So, since we're going to do This Week in Woke, I'll be a non-phallic hot dog. Okay. Well, I'm going to be a user-created metaverse world that's been marked mature. Oh, uh, okay. We'll talk about that later. Okay. So let's uh, start off with uh, a little report from the woke world. Get out of my vagina! We're gonna die! I think I covered all of them. I think so. <laughs> I think the get out of my vagina and we're gonna die thing go well together, considering yeah. who we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the. First thing is so let's get woke, Scott. Let's uh let's throw science out for feelings. Well, yeah, because follow the science hashtag follow the science unless am, it hurts somebody's feelings. Well, yeah, exactly. So uh, don't give skeletons a gender or categorize their race as it contributes to white supremacy. Woke whoa, whoa, activists white demands. supremacy. Oh yeah, All yeah. Right. You can't gender because that's white supremacy. Gender is white supremacy you now. Can't, you can't pee in the yard because it's white supremacy. Wow. You can't change a tire because no, peeing in the yard is is toxic masculinity. No, no, no. It's all white. It's all part oh, of okay. white supremacy. Gotcha. It needs right. to be lumped in there. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So gender activists want scientists to stop categorizing ancient human remains as either male or female because they cannot be sure 
how the deceased has identified themselves as they were alive. Not by the counter ribs and um, not by the frame, but how they identified themselves. Actually, they can. Um, people were, this whole identify thing didn't come around until that sociologist wrote, wrote a paper asking the question is, is gender a social construct? Mm-hmm. And that was in, I think 2010. Well, let me tell you, woke warriors have also insisted that archeologists no longer categorize the race of the remains as it contributes to white supremacy. How? I just read the story, man. I know. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm trying to. Usually, I can I can wrap my head around what they're saying. And, you coming and at get me, bro? Their, you coming at me? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I, usually I can I can wrap my head around what they're trying to say and and where they're coming from, even though I just vehemently disagree with it. But this time, I just don't. I don't even get that one. So I got a point of projection here. Do it. Critics said last night that such demands would lead to a rewriting of history and imposing current ideologic, I, I, hmm, ideology, ideological, where it doesn't belong. Easy for you to say. Where it doesn't belong. Yeah. Absolutely. Traditionally, when human remains were excavated, archaeologists determined traits such as age, gender, race, using proven scientific methods such as bone structure and DNA analysis. Yeah, but, you know, if it hurts your feelings. But how did they feel about it? Oh, my God. What if, oh, my God, what have we come to? Uh, Clown world. It really is. Uh, It's like we talked about last uh, episode, you know, the whole, you know, hard times make hard men, hard men make good times, good times make weak men. Yep. We and weak men make bad times. Well, the weak men are right now making those bad times. Well. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Weak persons. Weak persons. <laughs> weak non-race specific, non-gender specific persons. The Black Trial Collective of American anarchist archaeologists, anarchist archaeologists? Okay. AA uh, says <laughs> the archaeologists must center the fluidity of gender in their archaeological practice. But doesn't that go against the whole anarchy thing? The group's manifesto on trans liberation states it is clear from archaeological, historical, and ethnographic accounts that human gender is highly variable and that human beings have historically been comfortable with a range of genders beyond the modern masculine and feminine binaries. No, that's not true. Just reading the story, bro. I know. Coming at you, man. That's it. Uh, Taking you down. He added, this is very ideological approach to knowledge that means that we're in danger of making knowledge itself simply a matter of political preference. No truer words have ever been spoken. Let me read that again. This This very ideological approach to knowledge means that we're in danger of making knowledge itself simply a matter 
of political preference. This highlighted the gender dogma with its tyranny of woke warriors campaign. So, you can't call dead people man or woman because it's not fair. Because you can't ask them what they wanted to be. Man, woman, or any of the other, you know, 42 different letters. That's not fair. That's not fair. Fear. <laughs> it hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find that article. I'm gonna have to send it to a, a friend of mine who's she is an actual scientist in in a you know, works at a university. She PhD. She has two doctorates, I think. Um, I'm gonna send that to her. Yeah. Because she's like so not woke. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, X, Y, X, X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really on paper. Don't really care. I mean, you can identify yourself however you want, but there is a, there is a scientific method. Hashtag follow science. Yes. Um, really that determines whether you're male or female. And even if you get your junk cut off, um, yeah. You're still a dude, even if you don't have the dangly parts. Right. Or in uh, Ellen Page, yes, I dead named. You did. Uh, getting your boobs cut off doesn't make you a boy. No. Sorry. No. Makes uh, you look like a boy. Well, yeah. And yeah. you look like a boy before. And, you know, these archaeologists are not classifying gender. They're classifying sex, which sex is not malleable. Sex is what you are. What was oh what was that commercial? That one of those prep for AIDS uh, drugs. Oh yeah, if you've it's, been it's, if it's, you've it's, been assigned at yes, birth. Yes, yes, um, not for those who were assigned female at birth. Mm-hmm. What the hell? You know, let's just completely bastardize the English language. Yeah, and all thought processes and all known science, all of it. Oh, let's for get into, let's the get feelings into, of, of a very tiny percentage of the population. It's a silly land of make-believe. It is. I mean, sometimes I think I'm Batman, but the real world tells me I'm not when I get the crap kicked out of me. Yes, but you've never seen me and Batman in the same room at the same time. I mean, I identify as rich. Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately, I'm not, but, no, no, <laughs> but I identify I, as I such. identify that, yeah. I mean, it's a of world course. of fairy tales and make-believe. Yeah. It just blows my mind. Um, well, the reason why it blows your mind is because you're a white supremacist. Oh, <laughs> that's what it because is. Because if you don't agree with me, racist. I'm a toxically masculine white supremacist. Yeah, racist. All right. Yeah, I can get over that. say things like that. They could take that clip out of context. <laughs> <laughs> they could take a lot of our stuff out of context. Damn it, Dean. Screwing everything up. That's what I do, Scott. Well, anything more on that? I mean, that, no, that's so that, ridiculous. That's just, it almost speaks for itself. It does. I don't know what I could add to that, <laughs> honestly, other than just absolute disbelief. Well, yeah. Here again, if you don't, if you don't agree, then you're white supremacist, and that's all. And there is I'm to guessing it. that uh, that coalition that started all this was started by a middle-aged white woman. 
I don't know that for sure. I'm guessing. I, I could probably guess the same. All right, moving on. Do you have any woke? No, I don't I have just, any woke. Good, or should I just continue on go this on, train? Keep going. All right. San Francisco's small businesses are closing in waves as just 24% of office workers return. Big tech workers like Google are slow hiring and the city center devolves into an open air drug market. Nice. Good old San Francisco. Oh, uh, the, the land where it my was almost open San Francisco. <laughs> you know, in uh, the early 90s, San Francisco was nearly bankrupt. It was becoming a, a, essentially a ghost town. It's a bunch of empty warehouses and buildings. And then uh, all this, all these tech companies saw this, purchased those buildings because they were dirt cheap you know, to convert into office space and, and, and tech space. And that's how Silicon Valley started. Um, if that, that hadn't happened, San Francisco would have been bankrupt. Mm-hmm. They were bankrupt, actually. Yep. It, it would have essentially fallen off into the ocean. Well, you know, as we like to say, go woke, go broke. That's it. San Francisco's small businesses are closing down in waves as tech workers remain slow to return to the office. It has been revealed a consequence of the woke city's continuing woes since the start of the pandemic. The revelation comes as it was revealed earlier this month that the office vacancy in the Bay Area has risen to a startling 24.2% in the recent earnings quarter, up from 23.8% the prior period. This statistic illustrates the city's failure to recover following the initial spread of the coronavirus with homelessness encampments and open-air drug markets becoming commonplace on its streets in the last two years. As crime, this is the part that, mm-hmm. <laughs> screw the pandemic, this yeah. is the part. As crime continues to surge, office workers continue to feel increasingly unsafe, electing to work from the safety of their home instead of venturing outside for a conventional commute. Conventional commute? As opposed to a video Unconventional commute? Unconventional commute? So is a video, is a work from home commute from the uh, toilet to uh, the desk? Okay. All right. Well, I guess so. The recent gravitation towards remote work, coupled with mass firings, while saving money for big tech, has left small businesses in the region struggling as they rely on the presence of the now absent workers to turn a profit. I would argue that uh, it's not because of the pandemic, that it's not because of, you know, it's not from the start of COVID till now. This has been going on all along. It's just become more prevalent because of the pandemic. Well, it's just it, made it more visible. It this ag- has always aggravated been aggravated the situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's it's really the the woke policies. I think yeah, I think it just sped the thing. I think COVID sped it up yeah, by a couple of years. It accelerated it. Yeah, deepening the struggle are the recent hiring freezes implemented by as late by some of the region's biggest companies, such as Google, leading to even less foot traffic in the city's now crime ridden hubs. Layoffs in the Valley are also rife, 
with Bay Area companies like Meta and Tesla recently firing thousands of staff to raise their bottom lines. There's that quarter-to-quarter race again. Uh-huh. The other tech companies, including the Elon Musk-led Tesla, have moved out of California for a tax-friendly state such as Texas and Florida. Others have still closed their offices altogether to fully embrace the recent advent of remote work or have at least downsized in preparation for a hybrid future. So. (laughs) And California is one of those states that is looking at creating a remote, well, there's the exit tax, but a remote from work um, mandatory option for employees. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, and they've, they've looked at the exit tax several times. Uh, for companies that leave or very wealthy people that leave, mm-hmm. they have to pay a tax. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're pulling their money out of California. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> God, it's worth it. It's worth it. So this is why federalism doesn't work in, in states rights work so well. If you don't like what's going on in your state, you can just leave. And that's what's happening. Yes. People don't like what's happening in California. Right. Why? Because it sucks exactly that's why united states the states has a capital s Mm -hmm. each state is supposed to be essentially its own country Mm -hmm. governed by its own laws its own you know legislation its own everything the federal government supposed to just be an overarching protectorate you know it's, it's supposed to provide for military um and interstate commerce yeah uh, treaties with other nations, you know, but not not all the stuff it's doing. The federal government's not supposed to be policing us. Well, they've taken liberty out of liberal. I mean, that's yeah, that's gone. They, they they really want to run your life, and yeah. and the the liberal thinking. And we've talked, we've discussed this ad nauseum on this yes. on this podcast. Cool words. Sorry. Cool words. Yeah. <laughs> um. I learned it on my word of the day calendar. <laughs> no, but but yeah. we've, we've discussed it so many times is the get out of my life. Mm-hmm. Quit trying to control me. Yes. And the liberals, they still think that they need to protect the stupid people as elitists. Yeah. And well, the elitists, the elites mm-hmm. of the of the liberals, the Democrat Party, and the I, elites not not all believe, liberals. Sorry, no. I know. I mean, I'm making broad right. statements, but right, I'm, I'm I'm talking about the far left. I mean, there are plenty of liberals out there that don't believe like that. That believe yeah. the classic liberals. Classic liberal. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I I align very well with them in a, on a lot of things. Hey, and look, I got a problem with the religious right too. Oh, so so I. I got an issue with that too. So don't uh, don't think I'm picking sides here. I got issues on both sides. Well, I've always agreed um, that you can't legislate morality. Yeah. But the the left is who's trying to legislate morality. I now. know they've turned into it's the church. Weird. They turned into but the it church. Goes, lady. It goes back to it goes back to FDR. Yeah. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt was pissed. She wanted FDR to proclaim himself dictator. Yeah. You know, so that he didn't have to run for president anymore. And he could remain that 
And well, he was a dick and he looked like a tater. He really did. Well, she looked like a tater. <laughs> that was not a handsome woman. Not at all. But she had her girlfriend and uh, lived in the White House with them. Yeah. Uh, but hey, that's hush hush. Ugly, angry. Yes. Liberal. Absolutely. Um, oh, bye. Sorry. Yeah. And before that uh, was Woodrow Wilson. Mm hmm. And his 14 points and, you know, um, his his plan after World War One, And let's not forget eugenics also. Yes, absolutely. Woodrow Wilson believed in a one world government and that the United States should be that one world government. And he his theory, though, was Christianity mm -hmm. was going to save the entire planet. Mm -hmm. um, but the you know, that's about as far back as I can think of where the elites really thought that they had to control everybody because we were not smart enough to control ourselves. That's really what it boils down to. Well, that's, and to today it's really, I mean, just really ramped up and these woke are just pushing it for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we need to do something about all these stupid people. Yes. And that's, that, Lost you. Sorry. Came unplugged. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> and that's where it yeah, quit. Quit messing with the mic, I guess. Well, um, yeah, yeah uh, that that seems to be where this this whole you will believe as I believe. Yeah, and you will recognize it. Yes, you will not just accept it, but you will embrace it and celebrate it. Yes, and if you don't, then you are a white supremacist, not <laughs> Nazi. So yeah, not doing any of that. No. Um, but. This is a problem in urban areas or metropolitan mm -hmm. areas. So we we've got this crime rising. There there's no punishment. There's various reasons for that. Mm -hmm. Various reasons for that. Uh, but they're really trying to destroy uh, these metropolitan areas to bring a catalyst for change because we we do know suffering creates mm -hmm. change. Yes, absolutely, it does. And so if people run for safety. From the government, mm -hmm. you're running the wrong direction. Yeah. We're the government. We're just here to help. We're just here to help. We got your best interests in mind. Right. Protect this big daddy government. <laughs> I can't manage on my own. So, you know, it, it's, uh, well, that's why the Second Amendment comes in mm -hmm. is I can protect myself. I don't need yes. the government. Yes. I don't need, well, I need them for roads. Right. And well, that's about it. That's about all I need. Well, I mean, for. you know, no, I think government is necessary in a limited capacity. Mm -hmm. um, we've just allowed the government to get way too big and way too controlling. And now it makes it easy for them to take more control. You know, it's just like, okay, all the federal agencies like the EPA, let's yeah. use them as an example. All those agencies can create their own laws. Technically, that, they can't. They can. But they do. Right. Well, yeah. They can't, they do. but they yes. do. Right. Well, Congress gives them the, the authority to do so. Congress is the only one that's supposed to be able to do that. That's right. But they've given that, they, they've delegated that authority to all these agencies. Mm -hmm. So they can create the FCC, the FAA, EPA. They can create rulings that are essentially laws. Mm -hmm. And you can be jailed for. You know, it's not like, you know, they're just 
rules you can't break and maybe you can get fined. No. Um, these are actual on the books, essentially laws. <clears throat> it's just a lot of craziness going on. And, you know, you're talking about the impetus of change. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, this is somebody that put out a TikTok video and was looking at responses to it about the re- upcoming recession. <laughs> so, you know, take it for what it is. Uh, but she's saying that Gen Z is actually looking forward to a recession because that could bring on, and in, in their words, a equity. reset. Oh, I was going to say equity, but I know. everybody's reset. broke. We're all at the right. same level. Yeah. A reset. Equity is great. Yeah. At least common denominator. Mm. Yeah. yeah. See, people think equity means, hey, we'll all have great lives and it'll be great. We'll all have a lot of money. No. Equity means everybody's poor. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, coming to a town near you, this is what's going to happen. You get these, you know, people living on the street, them allowing them to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, look, there always has to be, and I personally have been homeless. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have been uh, you know, squatting in places. Mm-hmm. So, and done quite a bit of ha- couch surfing and living in the car in okay. the early days, trying to figure stuff out. Right. But, you know, it was not a cool thing. And the alternative was, okay, we need to do better here. Right. We need to shoot a little higher. Yeah. And I did. And I kept shooting higher and I kept progressing. Why? Equal opportunity. Yes. But not equal outcome. Right. So I had the opportunity to pull myself up by the bootstraps. Mm -hmm. And it took a while. It wasn't instant. Mm -hmm. I mean, it took decades to become relatively successful person that can retire. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I get to retire Because what I did is when I got a job, I started stacking money away. I said, look, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to, I'm not going to live on the streets anymore. This is not going to happen. And I think that, you know, I was homeless. I wasn't a person experiencing homelessness. I was (laughs) freaking homeless, son. (laughs) I didn't have a backup plan. I didn't have, you know, parents I could go stay with until I was 40. I mean, I went through some hard times and that's what happens in those hard times. You were bred a strong person. You weren't housing neutral. Yeah, I wasn't housing neutral either. Well, (laughs) I guess I was housing (laughs) neutral, but (laughs) if if I I fell asleep on the gear shift, I might have been shifted into neutral. But uh, anyway, so and, and I don't say that for anybody to feel sympathetic for me i don't it's just the way things happen sometimes man yeah bad things happen sometimes but it's it's the muster of a person that can you know get out of it Mm -hmm. and do the things that that needs to be done because there's plenty of opportunity yeah yes i i was not i did not get you know thrown into some executive position while I was living in my car, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, I went really? and worked at places like, 
uh, hamburger joints cleaning mm-hmm. at third shift. I wasn't even flipping the hamburgers. Mm-hmm. I was cleaning the stuff that the hamburgers were cooked on. <laughs> and, and then I worked at car washes, which actually wasn't that bad because you got tips. Yeah. You got to pocket a lot of money tax free. <laughs> as far as they know, I made minimum wage. But yes. anyway, I digress. Um, you know, it's it's can't do that now. Yeah, and then I did construction and I mm-hmm. built houses mm-hmm. and water treatment facilities, moved into concrete mm-hmm. and then said, screw all this. I got I can do better. Mm-hmm. And went into computers and refurbed computers for a long time for for a reseller and then built computers for a reseller mm-hmm. and then uh did some self-study courses on mcse and things like that and the, the harder i worked the more i got paid mm-hmm. funny how that happens isn't it weird yeah and, and the um <clears throat> One thing I want to point out not to make is this that, all about me. <laughs> no, well, you have to conform to a degree to society. Yeah. Not expect society to conform to you. Agreed. Agreed. Um, just because you want society to be a certain way or you want things to be a certain way, that's not how it's gonna happen. That's not fair. No. We have societal rules already. Mm-hmm. You know, we already have all of this stuff already established. If you want to change it, you got to do it from the inside. Well, if you want to play the game, you got to follow the rules. Exactly. And that's all there is to it. And it's not discrimination. If you're not following the rules and you don't achieve, that's not discrimination. Look, for example, uh, you know, looking out there in the job market and I see these jobs that says we require vaccination. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've been a person that has chosen not to get genetically modified. Mm-hmm. And that's my choice, not speaking on anybody else's choice. If you wanted to do that, that's fine. But being forced to do so, or you will not get the treat, being mm-hmm. forced to change your body, mm-hmm. being forced to change your body. Right. Because yeah. it has been proven now that it rewrites your DNA. Sorry, folks. mRNA, that's what it's always done. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know that, I'm really sorry that you took. You did that. And, you know, 90% of the people aren't going to have an issue with it. Some are. Yeah. 10% are. Yep. But anyway, I digress. So when I'm out there looking looking at this, I make a choice. As a, I don't bitch whine and complain about it. I mm-hmm. make a choice. Well, I guess I'll never work at that place. Right. And, and on that same, in that same vein... Um, the company who's, who's requiring the vaccine is absolutely perfectly right to do that. Yep. They have every right to do that. If they want their employees to be a certain employee, they want certain qualifications for that employee. Although it's discrimination because you cannot be discriminated against genetically. <laughs> Fact. Uh, I hadn't thought of it that Fact. way. Hadn't thought of it it's that way. It's discrimination. Um, so that's a little bit different. Little, little, little gray area there. But, you know, I am I well, am. see, that's about for, color. That's discrimination, too, being yeah. in a gray area. Oh, <laughs> it's because you're a white supremacist. Um, but, you know, it, I, I'm all for companies being able to dictate what they want in an employee. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm all for that. I think companies should be able to do whatever they want pretty much. 
you know, within reason. I think they they should be able to do pretty much whatever they want. And then, you know, they either function well or they don't. Yeah. You know, they live or die by how well, you know, they do whatever it is they're supposed to do. Um, so, you know, I'm all for uh, the whole free market is worked pretty well for us. Uh, you know, I, now granted, I'm iffy on the whole uh, monopoly busting thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of go back and forth on that. I kind of like it and I kind of don't. Um, you know, there are some regulations that, you know, some of the EPA stuff that came out in the late 70s, early 80s. I'm all on board with that because I remember, but you used to see pictures and video of going into Los Angeles and you come down out, off a mountain going into Los Angeles and you couldn't see the city. Smog. Yeah, it was all this brown, it was like a brown cloud sitting on the city. That's racist. <laughs> well, for them, <laughs> they didn't have to make it brown. I mean, next thing you're going to be talking about breakfast tacos. <laughs> or uh, bodegas. <laughs> bodegas. <laughs> the bodegas. Bogus, bro. Didn't even, didn't even say the word right. Bodega. Bodega. It's not like she hasn't been to New York before, but you know, I digress, mm-hmm. but I do that. So, Hey, you got any more woke? Yes, I do. Let's, All right. Let's, 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 about, let's, let's just go woke. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Chappelle takes the stage and pokes fun at transgender lunatics. Transformers. <laughs> yeah. If they didn't know what that meant, they do now. <laughs> After Minneapolis venue bowed to take bowed to the woke mob and forced him to move his sold out show. Sold out show. Wow. So a couple of people bitched uh-huh. and thousands of people still went to go see the show. Yes. Dave Chappelle laughed off the fiasco that forced a Minneapolis venue to cancel him at the 11th hour last night in surrender to the woke mob calling f- critics a small group of (laughs) transgender lunatics and slamming the venue for not having more courage. Chappelle 48 has been slated to play the sold out show at first Avenue, a venue in Minneapolis tickets started at $129 and the venue had sold 1500 bringing it to nearly 200,000 of sales, of which they would have taken a handsome slice. But hours before the show, First Avenue announced that it was no longer willing to host. Their about turn came as a result of a change.org petition signed by 125 people. A change.org petition so signed fi- by 125 Hold people. Hold on. Okay, let's keep going. The, let's do the I, math here. All right. 1,500 people sold out the show. Yes. But they bowed down to 125 people. Yes. Who complained Chappelle was transphobic? Every time I say it, I got to do that. Of course. Uh, the staff members who refused to turn up for the main event. It was quickly moved to a nearby varsity theater and went ahead uninterrupted. So a venue 
decides to go against the wishes of its own customers. Uh-huh. Based on 125 people that weren't coming anyway, weren't paying them, uh-huh. weren't customers, uh-huh. probably have never been to that venue, uh-huh. and probably plan to never go to that venue because they probably have no money. You got it. Because of a change.org petition, which could have been signed by anybody anywhere. At any time. It could have been signed by 125 people from China. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Well, during the show, Chappelle said he was disappointed that First Avenue hadn't shown more stealth against the woke mob. He also laughed off that transgender activists... <laughs> who protested outside <laughs> calling them lunatics so <laughs> they're so brave they're so brave for crying oh it's so beautiful and brave so much courage for crying oh my god well go Dave Chappelle man yeah. I, I, I've yeah. always liked him uh, I have two. I have two. Even when he went nuts for a little bit. Yeah. Well, he didn't go nuts. Yeah, he just, he like just walked bre- away because yeah. they wanted to control his stuff. Just yeah. like most Americans, if they want to control your stuff and take, you know, a uh, Lord over you cash yeah. mm-hmm. for compliance. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it. So he, he did it. He did the brave thing. He looked at the money and said, I ain't doing this no more. Cause this yep. isn't, this isn't the way I wanted to run things. Right. You know? Well, and comedians are supposed to be kind of our barometer in society where they push the envelope. You know, they're supposed to make fun of societal rules and norms. Yeah, it's supposed to be they're funny, so- folks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get a sense of humor. Well, most of them are becoming, you, you know, know. loser. <laughs> what are they called now? Uh, clap comics. They're not looking for laughs. They're not trying to be funny. Mm-mm. They want applause for their for their virtue signaling. Well, that was an unsafe space that they didn't have to go to. No. <laughs> this is the thing that kills me. They yeah. didn't have to go there. No. They didn't have to listen to it. Nope. Mind your damn business. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. And it doesn't affect you one iota. All right. Well, that's the end of my woke report. Get out of my vagina. <laughs> Gladly. So on to the news. Well, since um, since I have a small penis, uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about something that that will fill my manhood, and that's uh, guns. Okay, guns. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> The only reason for me to carry a gun is because I have a small penis. That's Obviously. Well, you also have a big truck. And I have a big truck, then, and that just proves the small penis theory. It must. Yes, and, yeah. and small hands, too. <laughs> because, you know, you know, the left never, never, never is ableist. Ever. Your left hand? No, small hands. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, you shouldn't pick on people by the way they look. But obviously, that's not true for the left. Oh, well, no. Um, Anyway, real hero, good guy with gun, ends mass shooting in Indiana Mall. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Go for gun owners. 
less than three weeks after Indiana's new constitutional carry law went into effect, an armed bystander shot and killed an assailant suspected of fatally shooting three people and injuring two others in an Indiana mall on Sunday evening. Reports of a shooting in Greenwood Park Mall began around 6 p.m. on Sunday when an unnamed gunman opened fire in the food court. Uh, have you ever ate it at that place? I've ate at some mall food courts. Yeah. After striking at least one male and four females. Oh, you can't do that. That's gender. No, that's it. <laughs> including a 12-year-old girl. You this, think? This is special. I don't think, it, I don't think she was. Oh. Maybe it's a he. 12-year-old person. Yes. Anyway, uh, the suspected shooter was quickly shot and killed by a band's bystander who observed the shooting in progress. As of Monday morning, police had not released the identity of the man who shot the gunman, gunman but in local news reports, indicates he is a 22-year-old from the nearby Bartholomew County. The real hero of this day is a citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm in that food court and was able to stop the shooter almost as soon as it began. Nice. Wild Wild West. I, hey, I, I'm, 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 hey, let's go back to the Wild Wild West. Well, we I, there, there was a lot of respect there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't shoot other people because nope. they might shoot you back. That's right. So, anyway, um, CNN tried to downplay the good guy with gun, claiming that it is extremely rare, although it is not extremely rare, for armed citizens to step in. No, here's, not at all. Here's the problem. It's, it's rare in places where you cannot be armed. Well, that's what I was getting to. Most of these mass shootings happen in gun-free zones. Yes. And, you know, the criminals always obey the law. Absolutely. No, they're going to go, oh, yeah, let's... The, the only people who obey the law are the law-abiding citizens. Yeah. They're the ones who don't carry in gun-free zones. But guess who does? The criminals. If you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. Yeah, I know. They're they're <laughs> this this is ridiculous. Oh well, they get them out. They get them out of crimes. No, they get them sold to them on yes. the streets. Yeah. And they come and and no, it's not the gun manufacturers that are selling to criminals. It is, you know, they're coming up from Mexico across that border that keeps opening up. Yeah. I mean, if this was like cars, you know, where, where you can buy a car and don't have a license to drive. Right. If you're driving out on the road without a license, you're breaking the law. Yes. Yeah. If you're not carrying insurance, you're breaking the law. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. What what do we do here? You know, it's it's yeah. like it's like somebody somebody goes out, gets drunk, and uh, kills a family of four. Well, it's a it's a car violence problem. Yes, it's not the individual. Outlaw problem. cars. Outlaw cars. Yeah. Make them all electric. So, who's going to protect you when you're out there? feeling good about yourself that the there's government. no guns on the street. Who's going to protect you? The, the police? Government. Yeah. The police, the government, mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. they going to be there? Oh yeah. Well, you hate the police. How oh, are they yeah. going to protect you? They're not huh? going to want to come protect you because well, and there's a lot less police. Yeah. And you should probably send a social worker out there. I mean, we should have social workers on every street corner. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Every cop car should be a cop and a social worker. Or maybe just two social workers. Just two social workers. Hey, should we arm the social workers? No, no, no. That'd, no. that'd be against the clipboard. laws. Clipboard and pen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, how do you feel about that? Oh, God. How do you feel about beating that man down in the street? Hmm. Now, do you think you can work through this issue? Hey, how about an anger management course? We can sit down right now. Yeah, stop beating that man. Let's sign you up for some anger management courses. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so good on him. That's uh, that's great. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if it is kind of a, and maybe it's toxic masculinity, but it is, you know, the job to be a protector sometimes. It is. It is. Um, and I don't find that to be toxic. Yeah. It's just masculine. The guy's 22 years old. You know, he's nice. not some vet. No. Uh, not, I didn't mean that the way it said is he's not like a veteran who's, you know, handled firearms. What's wrong, what's wrong with people that take that care for animals? <laughs> not a veterinarian, but a veteran. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's not somebody who's, you know, uh, lifelong with firearms. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. this was somebody who had it, you know, gun legally mm-hmm. and used it to protect others mm-hmm. when there were no cops around knew how to use it yeah i'm i trust me I, I that's one thing if you have a weapon please please get some sort of training mm-hmm. know how to use it go to the range frequently mm-hmm. or at least you know often enough to to remain proficient you know do the things necessary so that when something happens you are ready for it yeah yeah, be ready. Be ready for action. Yes. If you're going to carry, be ready for action, unless you're just a collector. Right. So. And then get ready to be shot. <laughs> yeah, that can happen too. <clears throat> well, China heightens warning to U.S. over possible House Speaker Pelosi visit to Taiwan. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I understood what you just said. Nice. <laughs> Let's try that again. I was trying to use some kind of news announcer voice thing. Yeah, I don't know. China heightens warning to U.S. over possible House Speaker Pelosi visit to Taiwan. So they're warning that they don't want her over there? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is what, that's what they're saying. Is it? It is absolutely what they're saying. I thought that was a China has, is it? Yeah, China issued a, uh, what they call it, a stark private warning to the mm-hmm. Biden ad- administration about a possible trip to Taiwan. Don't send that old bitch uh, over. <laughs> by House Rep- Speaker of House uh, Nancy Pelosi. Um, it's supposed to be happening sometime in August. Uh, the report in the Financial Times said six people familiar with the Chinese... Six people familiar with the thinking of the person. No. Um, familiar with the Chinese... Somebody's familiar with the matter. Yeah. Uh, familiar with the Chinese warnings. Uh, saying they were significantly stronger than the threats that Beijing has made in the past when it was unhappy with U.S. actions or or policy on Taiwan, which China claims as its own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, it, do they it actually, do they not have enough benzos over there to support her? <laughs> or uh, vodka, vodka and ice well, cream. You know she owns like. Nine wineries. Oh yeah, well she has to. Yeah, to keep herself <laughs> keep herself drunk drunk well lubricated. Yeah, 
Um, but, you know, the rhetoric that the, that the Chinese use suggested a possible military response. I find that rhetoric rhetorical. Except for, except for when it's just, you know, talking. <laughs> uh, so the National Security Council State Department declined to comment on the report. China's foreign ministry did not immediately respond to a Reuters request for comment. Uh, China has been stepping up military activity around Taiwan, seeking to pressure the democratically elected government there to accept Chinese sovereignty. Taiwan's government says that the island's 23 million people can decide their future. And while it wants peace, it will defend itself. While our boot is on their neck. Exactly. (laughs) They will defend itself if attacked. Yeah, that's not going to work out well. You got to remember also in the last couple of months, well, the last six months or so, there have been several incidents where U.S. warships have driven through the, the Straits of Taiwan and, and driven between, you know, between uh, Taiwan and China and around areas that China considers their own sovereign territory. And it's angered them. Uh, they actually, in the South China Sea, there was a U.S. warship that uh, twice now, the Chinese Navy has chased it out of their waters. Yeah, we're, we're, I think Biden's pushing some boundaries that he's, you know, it, they're saying that this might spark a new Cold War. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more a kinetic war. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be boots on the ground, uh, rifles, the whole nine yards. And China has, I'm sorry to say, China, I think, might have better technology than we do in their military. Well, I disagree. In, so, in some ways. I disagree. I okay. think I think we would lose by attrition because we don't have as many people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Um, I think we would be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Now, China and Russia have been have been uh, playing patty cake in the background for a while. Mm-hmm. But they're they're having some issues with each other. But I think they would unite in a battle against us. Against the common I don't think enemy. Would, I yeah. do not think it would turn into a long-term Cold War like what we had with Soviet Union. I think that uh, it would be an actual kinetic war. Yeah. And I, I, well, I said it several months ago on this podcast. I think in within the next five years or so, it's possible that we have an actual on-the-ground war with China. Maybe Russia. Well, and this is my opinion, so take it for whatever it's worth. It's like yep. a butthole everybody's got one and they all stink uh (laughs) if if we were to get into a war right now our military is so weakened because so many people either either left or dissatisfied with this environment that the biden administration has created Mm -hmm. yeah uh we don't really we're not prepared for this we are not prepared. Mm-hmm. And I think we would, uh, you know, the way I see it is they bomb a couple of places on the east or west coast. Mm-hmm. And we'd basically be like, all right, all right, all right, yeah, all right, you guys. Yeah. All right, all right. We give up. Because what is the Democratic base? Well, it's always in these large metropolitan areas. Yes, yeah, exactly. Always. Yep. So... The Democrats starting a war, they lose their base immediately. Yeah, absolutely. They're not losing people like me who are out in the middle yeah. of nowhere. I'm up in the mountains. 
yeah, they're not losing me. Mm-hmm. They're they're losing this this big, you know, thick concentration of. Well, think about it. Where's, where's the first? Where are the first places they would attack? New York, Washington. San Francisco, Los Angeles, I don't, I Seattle. Don't, I don't think that they would do Washington because they wouldn't want their uh, capital attacked. I think if they just wanted to give us a bloody nose, it would be Los coast, Angeles. Los Angeles. It'd, it'd be West Coast. Los, Los Angeles. San Francisco. Uh, they're not going to attack New York. Portland. They're not going to attack New York because well, finan- they, financially. I mean, it, they, they'd be, be cutting off their nose financially. If they right. Did. It'd be easiest for them to uh, to coming on the west coast mm-hmm. so la seattle mm-hmm. if there's anybody left in la yeah <laughs> maybe las vegas maybe portland portland yeah and on the east coast uh atlanta miami yeah um i don't know if they hit new york no, because that, that's one of those things. Fine, it'd be like it'd it be hurt like, their finances. Well, not did. only that, but it'd be kind of the Pearl Harbor scenario mm-hmm. where the Jap- Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor and then they went, oh, shit, uh, we just awoke a sleeping giant. I think New York could have that same effect. Yeah, um, I think they they could hit Boston. Um, that'd be a big one for them to hit. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be, I don't know. It's uh, apparently, you know, uh, Biden's going to talk with uh, President Xi Jinping uh, sometime before the end of the month. Is he going to remember? Uh, he probably doesn't he doesn't remember that he's going to be speaking to him. I mean, he's been walking around saying he's got cancer, and I think that's this uh, whole COVID farce. So they had to get him, get him out, and get him retrained real quick. Oh yeah, because he's saying some figure out if they he's can saying some wacko things, man. Figure out if they can mix his uh, his bump up meds, yeah, uh, a little bit better, a little math, a little more math, a little more math, you know, something yeah. Uh, Adderall, yeah, something. Because, <laughs> uh, but he said he appeared he's Paxlovid, essentially casting doubt on the report that Pelosi's even going to be going to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that I think that the military thinks it's not a good idea right now, but I don't know what the status is. Let her go, man. <laughs> I say do it. Do it. Um, you know what? Let her go. Let the Chinese take her out. I'm, now, I'm saying that as Chinese in China, not anybody here. I'm not calling anybody to arms. Um, Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, just, you know, I've been watching these. January 6th things and it's like, oh my God, the farce. Watching bits and pieces. From somebody who heard. Yes. It's like, that's not testimony, no. dude. No, it's hearsay of hearsay. Mm-hmm. It's not even, it's not even regular hearsay. Fourth party. Yeah. It's crazy. I heard my brother's uncle's cousin. Yeah. Had a text message that said, well, where's the text message? Well, we don't know. I didn't see it. I mean, I just yeah. heard about it. I was told by a secret service agent that, that well, then. Why isn't the Secret Service agent testifying? Yep. Yeah, there's there's a lot of it's a it's a huge dog and pony show. And right now, Liz Cheney. Oh, but what about Russia, about Russia, to, Russia yeah, in the Cheney's steel about dossier? To, uh, lose her uh, the primary. She's being primaried. All she's got to do is Cheney. switch over to D because that's basically what she is. Yeah, pretty much. 
So anyway, let's see what China does when, uh, let's see if Pelosi goes. It's supposed to be in August. So uh, we'll find out. All right. Well, get on her. Well, <laughs> here's something controversial. Okay. Reports indicate that vaccines causing more injuries, deaths than natural COVID-19 infections. All right. So now I think, that I've I think pulled, we've I think we've said that a few times. Now that I've pulled the pin on that grenade, let's do it. As Toss dis, it as disinformation. Various reports indicated that vaccines cause more injuries and deaths than natural COVID nineteen infections, according to LifeSite. The different experiment vac- vaccines death rate for Israel's elderly is forty times higher than COVID nineteen deaths. Uh huh according to the data presented by the researchers. Yep. Pfizer's vaccine is said to have caused 40 times more death in elderly people and 260 times more death in the young than what the COVID-19 virus would have claimed during the entire given frame of five weeks. This was based on the research conducted by Axe Marshville University faculty member Dr. Harv Siegelman and engineer Haim <laughs> those vaccinated and above 65.2% died during the first three week trial period between doses. Hence, about 200 among the 100,000 vaccinated. This is to be compared to the 4.91 dead, according to the 100,000 dying from COVID-19 without vaccination, the research paper read. Okay. So, not me. (laughs) I didn't say that. I I have not accepted the vaccine into my life. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm not saying this. Right, right. This article is saying this, and it's so hard to find anything like that. You know, I, I don't know if you've heard uh, on No Agenda the super cut about about heart disease, Mm-mm. but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting because all these things uh, is going to cause you to um, die, basically, except for. The vaccine is not going to cause you any heart problems. Oh, of course. Of course. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a mighty big coincidence. Yeah. It's just one of those things, you know, Hey guys, uh, it's all right. We're, we're fine. It's not a problem. Like the, like the guy we know that, uh, dropped dead of a heart attack 30 minutes after getting the vaccine. Yep. And had to be resuscitated yes. by his wife. Fortunately, he was resuscitated. Yes. Well, he wasn't resuscitated by his wife. He was kept alive right, until... Right, right. But he was resuscitated. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So. So, here's the supercut. It did come from No Agenda. All right. You know, just to give those guys credit. Uh, this is w- what they're saying because people are dropping dead from heart attacks. Mm-hmm. And here's their reasoning. Okay. Just listen to this. All right. 
in tonight's medical alert, calcium supplements are so popular, but a recent study shows they can increase your chances of a heart attack. Studies show chemicals in cannabis are linked to an increased risk of heart attack. You might be vaping as a step toward quitting cigs, thinking it's less bad, right? But guess what? It looks like it's just as bad for your heart. So tell what? us about this link between shoveling snow and heart attacks. How did you drink Monster? Can it kill? The FDA says it has received reports of five deaths and one heart attack. Well, they found that people who live near higher levels of traffic noise had a higher risk of having a heart attack. A recent study found being lonely and socially isolated can contribute to the risk for heart disease. 20% of people who present with either a heart attack or what we call an acute coronary syndrome actually have depression. The report indicates that particle pollution could cause an increased risk of heart attacks, strokes. Your risk of getting a heart attack increases if you work out while you're stressed. Adults who ate several eggs per week had significantly higher cholesterol and were more susceptible to cardiovascular disease and death. Believe eggs. in Advil already caution users about possible heart risks. Now the FDA is Advil. strengthening those Advil. warnings. They've raised it from these may cause an increased risk of heart attack and stroke to they do cause an increased risk of heart attack and stroke. Uh-huh. Couldn't be the vaccine and no. myocarditis. No. Couldn't be that. Because, because we know, these we know, increase, these, okay, we've said ahead. it before, they, they first came out with COVID-19 as a respiratory disease, but it is not. It's no. a cardiovascular disease. Yes. Science. Follow the hashtag, follow the science. It's I cardio, am science. It's cardiovascular. Yes. Cardiovascular. It's a blood disease. Blood virus. Okay. That one I hadn't heard, but okay. Well... That's what cardiovascular is, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what kind of wool are they trying to pull over our eyes? And so this was all within, you know, the last month that all this heart oh, yeah. disease stuff yeah, came out. Absolutely. See, none of this stuff was an issue, you know, like like the Advil. Three changing years it, ago. Changing what a problem, it to, three years from ago. may cause issues to, to will, will cause issues. Yeah. You know, yeah, three if years ago. If you drink water, you, three years you ago, might, yeah. you might die. <laughs> Monsters, one heart attack. Uh-huh. What? And that's that's a huge issue. One heart attack of somebody who's drinking whatever. But three years ago, none of these things were issues. Well, this is the same. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. This is the same thing that they tried to get with uh, died with COVID. Yeah. Right. Like, you yeah. know, they, they tried that mental hook problem mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Oh, everybody's dying of COVID. No, a guy got bit by a shark. It ate his head yeah. and he just happened to test positive for COVID. Yep. So he died with COVID. Yeah. I read a, a article where a guy fell off a ladder, hit his head and died of a brain hemorrhage and it was labeled a COVID death. Yes. Yes. So it's, but now, if you have a heart attack, mm -hmm. well, it's all this other stuff we can blame it on. Don't Absolutely. look over here, folks. It can't be. It can't be the vaccine. It can't be Pfizer. It can't be an adverse reaction to the vaccine, even though it can't be a based genetic on, modifier. Based on the Pfizer documentation that has been released, you know that was supposed to take seventy-two years to get. Mm -hmm. um, based on what has been released, they have determined that an average person is more likely to get uh, myocarditis than to have a bad uh, COVID 
reaction. Get out of here. That's what they're saying. That's based not on, true. Fi- based on Pfizer's own documentation. That's not true. And how, how can they anybody say it's not true when there was never any significant testing done prior to people getting vaccines? That's not true because I don't feel that way. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, let's change, <laughs> let's change the science because it makes you feel bad. Yeah, because uh, feelings aren't facts, folks. No, they Ooh, are a lot not. Of in that. Feelings really aren't are. facts, folks. Feelings aren't facts, folks. Forget about it. Well, yes, sir. I got a uh, piece of information. Uh-oh. And is not coming from a news organization. Uh-oh. Just want to put this out there. All right. It's on who.int. Do you know what that website is? That is who? Yes, it is. Who int? Who? The World Health Organization. International, yes. Okay. Why am I saying this? Well, I'm letting you know this is not coming from some conspiracy theory site, and this is not some conspiracy theory. Even though I decided to play a theme song. We're conspiracy therapists. December 4th, 2019. Okay. Let's go back in time. Global Vaccine Action Plan and Decade of Vaccinations Review and Lessons Learned Reports. Okay. Now that sounds like a lot of words, but here we go. The overview, the catalyst for the GVAP was the call by Bill and Melinda Gates at the 2010 World Economic Forum for the next decade to be the decade of vaccines. Really? Following the launch of the expanded program of immunization in 1974 and the commitment to universal childhood immunization in 1984, global immunization coverage with the three-dose series of DTP, diphtheria, tetanus, and uh, pertussis vaccine, quadruple, (laughs) climbing to 84% by 2010. Smallpox had been eradicated and use of vaccines was making significant inroads to other infectious diseases. Gavi, the vaccine alliance established in 2000, was making newer vaccines accessible in the poorest of countries, while the global immunization vision and strategy launched in 2006 prior to a common vision and specific strategies for protecting more people against more diseases. We're here to protect you. Yeah. The new vaccines were being developed and held even greater promise. Even so, not all people were benefiting equally from immunization advances, major inequities and access and coverage existed both between and within countries. These inequities led to the vision of the decade of vaccines, a world in which individuals and communities enjoy lives free from vaccine-preventable diseases. Show. Uh-huh. 
Just letting you know, there might be a plan out there. No. To you genetically modify you to make no. you more tasty to the lizard people or the aliens. Sorry. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just kidding about that last part. But no, <sighs> this, this thing has been going on for a long time. And, you know, there were a group of hippies four or five years ago that the liberals were just touting as nut jobs mm-hmm. for not vaccinating their kids. Right. And these are hippies. Yes. The liberal, the lib of the lib. Yes. I remember them going, uh, just liberals going and down I agree, the street. They are nut jobs. Yes. Going down the street with signs saying, kill big pharma. Now they're like, oh, yeah. now they're like, you know, at big the pharma altar, is their God. worshiping yes. big pharma. Yes. So I don't know, folks. I'm not trying to put two or three things together, but seems awful suspicious that there's sounds, this decade of vaccinations going on. Sounds like some conspiracy therapy. You know, some people got to die so others can live. Apparently. That's what <laughs> Bill Gates thinks. Well, you know, as I've said before, that when uh, the vaccines came out, we were told, watch out in about three to five years. Well, guess what? We're well over a year into it. So we're looking at two to four, probably a year and a half to three and a half. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so probably sometime in the spring of uh, 2024. Oh, uh, things are going to start. Me, hold on. Let me write this write down. It down. Spring of 2024. <sighs> I was really, really, really close on uh, my prediction of when they'd call it an endemic. No, I won that one. Remember? Did you? I won. I don't that think one. so. That was me. I don't think you did. That was me. You don't know shit. I dunked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, since we've depressed everybody, and this is a tech show, let's talk about some tech news. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again? So, yeah, this kind of crossed the line a little bit. So, Are you, are you I saying tech, tech is not depressing? Well, it's not to me. It's pretty okay. interesting. All right, cool. Hey, look, man, I'm waiting for the end of the world, bro. All right, man. <laughs> I love a good disaster. Let's do it, dude. Armageddon. Bring it on. All right, 4chan hacker outsmart, outsmarted foolish Hunter Biden, you think? Really? Using a specific tool to recover files from Apple Cloud backup site. Who couldn't outsmart Hunter Biden? Yeah, just dang a little crack in his face and he'll get it done. <laughs> uh, using a tool called iPhone Backup Extractor, the anonymous 4chan hacker outsmarted Hunter Biden by getting easy access to his personal information from Apple's cloud backup site. The, what What do we say about cloud? Somebody else's computer. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't the, use it? Yeah, the leaks went viral on 4chan, which claims to have access to more files that have a huge amount of personal data of Hunter Biden. Go ahead. Oh, okay. The latest updates have created a f- 
Fuhrer on social media as well as the follow, followers have flooded all the platforms with queries looking for answers. And actually, some what turned me on to this is somebody sent me one of the new linked videos. Right. And it was him trying to light a crack pipe in the shower, having a hooker light the crack pipe, and him arguing with her about how she wasn't holding it right. <laughs> so, yeah, good stuff, right? Oh, that's entertaining. Yeah, it's being said that this particular 4chan user must have figured out Hunter Biden's iCloud account and hacked into it by getting the password. Some social media users taking a jab at Hunter's at Hunter stated that he was outsmarted by the hacker. They even called him idiotic and foolish for using weak passwords. Oh, what do you want to bet his password is password one? I think it's I love hookers, but anyway. <laughs> I love crack. At the same time, people are asking for explanations from Apple to give the details and clarification on the issue. There's nothing to clarify. Somebody guessed his stupid password, but yeah. ask Hunter Biden why he's such a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be able to tell you. I mean, he probably had it on a sticky note on his mirror and then took a picture and posted it on Instagram. Probably. That's how dumb he is. This report published by Vice clearly states that a tool called iPhone Backup Extractor, which, according to the tool's official website, allows for recovery of lost iPhone messages, photos, calendars, contact notes, locations, and data from iPhone backups and iCloud. Mm -hmm. The report further states that the hacker could have explored the content of Hunter's iPhone and iPad using the tool and downloaded the requisite data. It is rather surprising that the tool's official website also has a video that shows how the tool works. It's just a tool. Yeah. If you had the username and password, you can pull all that stuff down. Exactly. It, this a, is not a hacking tool. It's a tool for backing up your cloud. Or for, yeah, it's, it's a tool for downloading the stuff that you have saved in your cloud. I mean, I'm not saying anything against the, um, obviously the 4chan user did, did their research. They did their um, reconnaissance. So, you know, I've got no problem with that. But, you know, using an existing tool that is commercially available is like low-hanging fruit. So. Yeah. And, that, and, and let me reiterate. The tool is not a hacking tool. No. So don't, you know, listeners out there, don't think that this is a hacking tool, that you shouldn't use it, that if you use it, you're going to get hacked. And no, it's, it's probably a very beneficial tool. Yeah. Well, another Twitter user stated, don't be distracted. Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, had his iCloud hacked and a bunch of pictures and videos were leaked. He had CP and had Joe Biden saved as Pedo Pete. <laughs> ha. Okay. Pedo I'm more Pete? interested. I'm more interested in somebody, anybody looking at that uh, Ashley Biden diary. Find out what's in there because there's stuff in there about Joe and about Hunter and about Joe taking showers with her as a teenager and 
his own daughter. Well, he needed a little for the spank bank. Oh, yeah. I never touched her, folks. <laughs> nope, nope. I just watched. Mm. Ugh. God, that guy is just nasty as hell. But then again, Joe did say that Hunter was the smartest man he knew. Smartest man alive. Yeah. Mm. So make sure that you video everything illicit that you're doing. Yes, and make make your uh, account uh, easily hackable. Yeah. Simple passwords. I love hookers. <laughs> uh, anyway, on from that, what do you got in tech news? Well, Apple's new U1 enabled uh, nearby interactions feature is on its way. So it's not an I1? No, it's, it's a, a U1. U1. It's a U1. Yeah, yeah. Um, Winning U1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's a new, it's a hands-free proximity feature. That is uh, making its way under a third-party chip manufacturer. And um, what it's doing is taking uh, your Apple iPhone and, and iPads and giving it the ability to talk to third-party smart devices using Apple's ultra-wideband U1 chips. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold in, on. In, in, in what they're calling uh, a new hands-free user experience. Didn't they screw this whole thing up with the AirTags already? Yes, they did. So let's double let's down on double that. Let's double down. But see, but see, this, you're going to be able to activate a light bulb just by walking by it. Yeah, this can't possibly go wrong. No, no. Um, yeah, they're saying, uh, uh, Corvo mobile is who's developing this, uh, said that, uh, our extensive portfolio of ultra wideband chips, modules, and software will help accelerate the ecosystem of connected ultra wideband products and accessories. Yeah. Um, so you can, uh, do things, you can be able to share files by airdrop by aiming your iPhone at friends and handing it off to a now playing song to your home pod as you Jedi wave your iPhone over it. Good God. Yeah. I can't see where this could go wrong. Considering no. that the largest vulnerability that we have in information security is IOT devices. And for those out there who don't know what that is, internet of things, it's these little Chinese devices that we get from China. Huawei. Huawei, whatever, mm -hmm. and little cameras and things like that that we put in our house or thermostats, anything that runs some kind of risk-based architecture that's cheap to produce. Uh, and we're going to let the thing that, not me, okay, so public service announcement from uh -huh. Scott Dunlop don't put important information on your phone. No. It's the most hackable thing you own. It is not secure. It's nope. a cell phone that happens to do other things. So it's not well thought out, people. No. So you're no. going to give your access to anything you walk by. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's actually an integrated impulse radio, ultra wideband wireless transceiver. 5G, so, folks. Yeah, in, in, in layman's terms. Give you nut cancer. <laughs> in layman's terms, it is, okay, a transceiver is a transmitter and receiver all integrated into one. You said trans. I did. 
Okay. But uh, it's a uh, transmitter and a receiver. <laughs> you said it again. All integrated into one. So it is sending and receiving at the same time. And it's uh, doing That sounds it, very trans. It, it is. It's, it, it's like transmitting. It's like having a Decepticon in your phone. Uh, but no, what it's doing is it's and it's always listening and it's always sending whenever it receives any type of signal that allows it to do so. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, walking by a lamp and it turns on. Right. Sounds really cool. Think about what's happening. That means as you're walking around, it's transmitting all the time. Well, let's let's get more specific. It's advertising all the yes. time. It's, it's advertising always, its availability. Yes. And it's saying, hey, here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Actually, no, it's not. It's saying, here you are. Here you are. Here you are. So it's you, your phone, and everything on your phone going, hey, here I am. Mm -hmm. So um, what's to say that when you walk into a store, it doesn't automatically say, hey, Dean is here. Well, it wouldn't be Dean because I don't have an iPhone, nor do I have any Apple products, nor will I. But I'm That's sure it's... Racist. I, it's a white supremacist attitude, isn't it? Yeah. Trans you should be more transphobic. with the more expensive I whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I must be transphobic. You need you need more fruity devices in your life. No, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really don't. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's, you know, yeah, handing off a new a now playing song to your HomePod as you Jedi wave your iPhone over it. Bullshit. And another thing, <laughs> but if, if you walk, you know, you, you're going to walk into a store, you're going to walk through something, past something, it's going to read your phone. Yeah. Well, this is the way for third party apps to track you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's going to be third party apps, but it's also going to be hackers, you know, people that can get gain access and all they got to do, you know, it used to be you had to have some sort of device to walk by somebody and scan really, really, really close to their wallet to get their credit card information. Now, all you got to do is have it set up, and when anybody walks by, it just pulls it right off your phone. Okay, so one of the dumbest things I've ever seen is that people are able. Apple? Well, there's that. But there are people that actually put their credit cards on their phone. Absolutely. And do Samsung pay, Google pay, mm -hmm. Apple, Apple pay. pay. Yeah. I watch it. I, I see it all the time at uh, the grocery store. Uh -huh. All of a sudden, you know, it's time to pay and somebody will take their phone and put it right up to the mm -hmm. uh, little ATM pad. So one of the easiest things to hack is Bluetooth. Yes. Which is 2.4 gigahertz short range. It's mm -hmm. about 30 feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you listen to your earbuds on it. You mm -hmm. do these little RFID transactions. Mm -hmm. When the ease is low security. Yes. Low security. And this is what, well, not the ultra wideband. That's a little bit different, but mm -hmm. that's going to get hacked just like Bluetooth. And the ultra wideband just makes it so they can do it from farther away. Yeah. And yeah. Five. And faster. Yeah. So... Bluetooth was never cr created for what it's being used for today. No, it was it wasn't created <laughs> to do the things it's doing. So the infrastructure and the checks and balances aren't there for security. 
Mm-hmm. So that's why when you walk into any of these hacker conventions, DEF CON, Black Hat, they, the first thing they tell you is turn your Bluetooth off. Just turn it off because you're going to get hacked. If you walk in there with, with Bluetooth on, you're going to get hacked. And somebody's going to replace your operating system with something stupid. You know, ha-ha, funny-funny, because it's all in good fun at, with them. Uh-huh. But anywhere else, you're going to get hacked. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Uh, here, let me um, I'm read the last paragraph of this, this article that I got this information from. Apple started allowing other accessory makers to integrate their products into the Find My Device locator last year. That's awesome. And now with nearby interactions, the ecosystem of smart devices that can do stuff like unlock a door without you pulling your iPhone out will certainly grow. And while you could just get smart home products with varying sensors to trigger lights and spaces, future devices using nearby interactions might simplify your connected setup and perhaps decrease unintended triggers since it'll only work if your U1 enabled device is on you. So it only works if you have your phone with you. Yeah. And it's going to work for anything listening. This is this is just downright scary. It's tracking you everywhere you walk in your house. Yeah. It's going to track you everywhere. It's going to track you. Other devices are going to track you. Um, you're going to be tracked in stores. You're going to be. It's, it, yeah, it, this is. And they're going to continue to roll out more stuff. Absolutely crazy. But, you know, this is what the tech industry wants. Mm -hmm. They want to be able to gain as much information about you as they possibly can. Yeah. How many times this guy goes to the bathroom? Yeah. Uh, they want and to know how that. long they does want... he spend in there so we can sell more toilet paper? Exactly. You know, um, they yeah, they, they just want to know everything about you. Yeah, how much They will you... know how many times you turn on that light that you walk past. Uh-huh. And how many times you cook food? Mm -hmm. How much? How much, how much of, time do you spend on watching TV? How much of a fat bastard you are? Yes, because you eat too much. What's your What's your blood pressure? They're gonna They're gonna have your medical information that they can sell to insurance companies. They're gonna have all of it. Well, thanks for brightening my day up. See, I told you tech was depressing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Apple. Sorry, messing with the messing with the mic a lot yeah. today. You might hear that. Well, I got oh, something. Oh, I, I will say Tesla is also reporting looking to integrate uh, ultra wideband into its electric cars. Well, they already tracked those anyway. Yeah, but they're going to start putting ultra wideband in there. It's, it's going to make it easier and faster. That's the true. That's, uh, that's what's going to. That's the brain true cancer. bad thing about five G. Mm -hmm. It's not cancer. It's not. It's just like in the nineties. Oh my God, you use cell phones, you're going to get brain cancer. Yeah, uh, guess what? That never came true. 5G is not going to do that either. It's going to beam messages in but your it's head. Gonna, but it's going to make you so easily trackable. <laughs> it may have already beamed messages in my head. Oh, speaking of tracking. Do it. Chinese-made Huawei devices could disrupt U.S. nuclear communications. Uh-oh. Washington, D.C., July 24th, the FBI has unraveled that equipment built by Chinese company Huawei installed on two cell towers near U.S. military bases is capable of disrupting nuclear arsenal communications 
the media report said. You think? <laughs> I mean, these guys were spies. <clears throat> you said it earlier during mm-hmm. the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. We were trying to get one of the Huawei executives that was being held in Canada. And then once Biden got in, they released her. Yeah. The FBI discovered that the Chinese made Huawei equipment atop cell towers near U.S. military bases in the rural Midwest could capture and disrupt highly restricted Defense Department communications, including those used by the U.S. Strategic Command, which oversees the country's nuclear weapons. Um... All you people buying stuff from China, you think that they aren't putting chips in there <coughs> for their own <coughs> edification to track us and Absolutely. glean information on, on Absolutely. Us? I mean, if you don't know this by now, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked last week about TikTok. Yep. We've been talking about it for years. You and I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we've been talking about it on this podcast. That TikTok is tracking you and your children. Yes. And and even though, as I said last week, you know, I know people who say, my kid is on TikTok and it's not a big deal. It's just a kid just doing silly videos and watching silly videos. No, they're getting demographic information. Mm-hmm. They're getting information about your likes and your dislikes. They're getting information about that. And then, especially with the kids who are, you know, easily trainable, essentially, you know, they are training them by showing them the the videos and things that they want them to see and changing their opinions on and ideas on things. Changing their impressionable minds. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they're doing. It's not it's not that they care what your 15 year old um, knows or doesn't know. But, you know, they're they're changing, you know, think about it as China gets away from uh, effeminate men, the girly guns, mm-hmm. as they put it, um, we're getting more that way. Yep. Does that does that not seem strange to you? When France a year ago came out and said, wow, the United States has went off the deep end. France. <laughs> France. France said that. <laughs> Good Lord. When the French are more manly than we are, we got a problem. Yes. We, I think we might surrender to the French at this point. So I'm not going to go through this lengthy, right. a lengthy article over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to go back to you know these these Chinese devices, and they they were warning us about DJI, one of the biggest drone mm-hmm. manufacturers, mm-hmm. Uh, selling stuff over here. <laughs> Look, folks, if you think. The the government. Let's go back to this. There's no private enterprise in China. Absolutely none. None. And any of the industries of interest, whether whether it be military or consumer, if they've got cameras in them, they're spy devices. Yes, absolutely. One hundred. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, uh, a few years back, they were making. TVs with cameras in them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they were saying, well, it's for the future. It's going to make communications better between you and your loved ones, yada, yada, yada. And then they found out that those cameras were turning on mm-hmm. and people didn't know about it. Yep. That's why your TVs don't have cameras in them anymore. 
as far as we know. As far as we know. Uh-oh. <laughs> but you could get the Amazon Astro. It's going to walk around or it's going to roll around in your house and take pictures and video of shit. And do upskirts. Yeah. Well, now in Hisense is doing a doing a big push. Oh, really? Yeah, they used to be the... Uh, oh, yeah, I saw the commercial. Leader, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know where they're manufactured, but... China. Let me Google that. I do that. Go ahead on to your next story. All right. Well, Meta, good old Meta. Face bag. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Zuck. Adds an 18 and up tag in Horizon Worlds, opening the door to mature virtual reality content. Is this so you can't get gang raped and get hurt? Well, in it's allowing virtual for, space. They're saying it allows for some things that it banned before. So, you know, we're, we've, we've reported how <laughs> people have complained that they've been raped in the virtual world, okay. um, which I'm, I'm really not sure about, but okay. But uh, so what it's doing now is in uh, it's expanding what type of content it's allowed in the virtual worlds that people make for Horizon Worlds. So it lets you create your own world. And then in your user created world, you can add an 18 and up tag, which um, allows creators to include mature content that was previously banned altogether. And, you know, we we knew that this was going to happen at some point. Because we all know that people will want to go into the virtual reality world for some sort of sexual gratification. Yeah. It's all about sex. We know this. You know this. We know this. Um, No matter what you want to say to other people or or even to yourselves, you know that that's the truth. Now, um, does this negate the whole sexual assault thing? If it's an 18 and up room, can you walk in and virtually slap some chick on the ass? I don't know. Uh, no, it's it's make believe, man. And guess what? You don't have to be there. No, no. And if something's going on, you don't like it. You Leave. can one, you can block somebody. You actually can do that. And two, turn it off. Turn it off. Leave. Go somewhere else in, in the supposable, you know, huge... Metaverse. Uh, metaverse horizon worlds or put it down and go outside you know, i have not even looked at horizon worlds i, I, mean, I mean i have i have vr goggles i, I do Oculus. too i do too but i i haven't i haven't picked up the vr goggles in mm-hmm. a while i well actually i haven't either i'm too busy ilr yeah irl irl yeah. oh What's Dexia? Nice. <laughs> Dick Slexics of the world. Untie. <laughs> if you don't get that, write it down. You'll see. <sighs> well, speaking of face bag. Yes. Social media and online ad stocks drop in the wake of alarming snap earnings report. Uh-oh. Uh, snap Inc. Signage is displayed on the outside of Morgan Stanley building in New York. Social media and ad tech stocks fell in after hours trading on Thursday after Snap reported disappointing second quarter results and plans to slow hiring. Layoffs coming, folks. Roll mm-hmm. Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think they just laid off like 300. Yeah. Snap attributes this disappointing results to slowing demand. 
for its ad platform, increasing competition for companies like TikTok and challenging economy. Mm -hmm. Second quarter of 2022 proved to be more challenging than we expected, Snap said in an investor letter. The company added it's not providing guidance for the third quarter because it's looking forward to visibility remains incredibly challenging. <laughs> okay. Um, so. Well, see, I think there's a much bigger story there. Um, I think it all stems from. Twitter. Twitter. Elon's pullout of Twitter. Because what we found out, he pulled out because Twitter says less than 5% of its users are bots. You said he pulled out. <laughs> At least I didn't say trans. But. You just did. <laughs> I did it on purpose. I, I had to. Anyway. Um, but uh, since Elon pulled out of the deal with Twitter, mm -hmm. he did it because Twitter said that less than 5% of their accounts are bots. Right. Or computer generated or fake accounts. What we found out was once a quarter, Twitter would examine 100, 100 random accounts mm -hmm. to determine if they were uh, authentic accounts. And they found less than 5% of those were. Well, that was the statistic That's just that gave. so stupid. That was the statistic that gave them the answer they wanted. Right. And. Elon Musk is like, yeah, no. One, there is absolutely no way possible that could be accurate. Um, not because he knows that there are more bots, which we all know there are. But, you know, just based on their statistical analysis, there's no way that could be even close to accurate. And the fact that Twitter loses money every year. That company does not make money, people. Nope. It actually costs more to run that company than what they bring in yeah. by about $5 billion a year. There's about $5 billion disparity um, a year um, between what they make and what they spend. So uh, with that said, the big, you know, a lot of people are going, so what? So what if there's a bunch of bots? You know, the, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? What's the issue? Why does he care? He cares because Twitter makes all of its money from advertising. Ding, 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 ding. And advertisers want their advertisements to be shown to real people. You know, if, if they pay for their ad to be shown to 1 million users, then, you know, they want it to be 1 million actual real live users. And they want reporting to be accurate to show that their money is well spent yes. in their advertising endeavors. Right. So if they spend for an ad on an ad to be shown to 1 million users, and it's actually being shown to 500,000 users or 600,000 users, which that's my guess is Twitter's probably about 40 to 50% bot uh -huh. um, or fake account. But uh, if, you know, they spend, if they pay for it to be shown to a million users and it's only going to be shown to five or 600,000 users, well, why are they being charged for a million? Well, hold on. Let me uh, use some uh, douchey uh, corporate Do jargon. it. Do uh, it. Well, Elon Musk is disrupting the industry, but not in the way that most people would like the disruption right. to happen. Right. It's not the douchey corporate techie disruption. No. It no. is, it is, oh, 
you showed them what was behind the curtain. Yes. Which was nothing. And see, and we're going to see this flow through all the other social media platforms because all the social media platforms make their money through advertising. Yeah, Every well, one of them. Well, they inflate. Now, I will say, I will say the only model that I think actually really works is face bags model because they can accurately see how many eyes are on stuff and probably YouTube too, because YouTube is an opt in. Okay. You have to look at YouTube. Right, games. right, right. You uh, YouTube, get, you YouTube, I, get, YouTube, I can agree with Facebook. I'm not real sure about. Well, it's the scrolling and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I mean, you know, Twitter is not about eyes. Twitter's about posts. Well, yeah, but I see. I can I I can easily replicate human interaction on Facebook. I can I can do the scroll, but not in mass. No, not in mass. Well, so anyway, the the numbers would probably be better. That's why Facebook's just so big, and why their analytics yeah. work, mm-hmm. why their algorithms work, right? And same thing with YouTube. That's mm-hmm. why those algorithms work. Um, so you know they're and not saying they're gonna not gonna drop because. People are going to lose faith. People have tried, been trying to advertise for free on the internet since the nineties. Yes. It's like, Oh, it's free. Let's, let's do this for free. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody was putting up web pages. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. free advertisement. Mm -hmm. Well, no, not unless you have somebody said, Hey, give me a hundred bucks and I'll put a link to your website on my webpage. Well, it's, it's not necessarily that, but now what you do is when you advertise on television or other medias, you point to their website. You say, go to our website. Right. The website does not generate the traffic. No. Standard advertising generates the traffic mm-hmm. to the website mm-hmm. where they can spend more time on your product than previously on a 30-minute spot out of there. They've been trying to work this out for years. And I think they'll get it. And I think really uh, Facebook and YouTube really kind of got it down. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them, no. I mean, really, if you look at YouTube, YouTube is is network TV for millennials. Well, I mean, and, and the thing is with Facebook, well, not so much Facebook, but Meta. Mm-hmm. That's where, you know, that that that's where we're going to have to see where this goes. Because Meta is going to have to figure out a good way of advertising. Well, you got now, all the, the eyes. Other thing, you got all the eyes all the time. You got a lot of the eyes. But also, you know, they're going to have in-app purchases, for uh-huh. lack of a better phrase. So you can buy clothes and buy property and a house and a car and buy things in there that you will use only in the metaverse. Season, um, one, I know, season one, episode two of Black Mirror, 15 I, I million mean, credits. I know, I know people that spend thousands, literally thousands of dollars to buy... Um, modules inside video games who are you socializing with i know i know somebody who spent four thousand dollars on a spaceship what yeah to get it early a spaceship that's going to be released anyway but to get it early it was four thousand dollars huh well all right (laughs) but people do this um, people, you know, it's, it's, I know people that spend, you know, and now it's just a little tiny bit of money, maybe a dollar, maybe 50 cents mm-hmm. for, um, the ability to make it to the next level or something in say candy crush. 
right? Yeah, yeah, pay to cheat. Right, and it's essentially it's exactly what it is. But you know, it's only a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, fifty cents. I don't know. It's mm. not much. Yeah. But when you multiply that by you know two, three, four million people, now you're talking money. <laughs> I just had a flashback to uh, share, shareware doom on one one little floppy drive. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all those um, he used to get all the time oh yeah. for shareware. Yep. Ugh. I oh man, that was something. But uh, I'm wondering how they're going to do the advertising in the metaverse. I mean, is it going to be billboards? It's going to be product placement. Yeah, it's going to be probably billboards, and when you walk into some shop or something, it, they will have actual products there. You know, to tempt you. Octococ is drinking a Diet Coke and he uh, <laughs> he identifies or it identifies as a woodland elf. So, and they're drinking Diet Coke. <laughs> Would you like to have your avatar virtually drink a Diet Coke also? Just enter $3. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. All right. Well, that's all I got for today. That's all you got. That's all I got. Well, you that's know all what, I got, Scott? You know what? Since yeah, since you did so much woke, we're going to stick on one subject again and uh, stick with the Zuck. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg and Cheryl Sandberg are set to be deposed about Cambridge Analytica. This again? Yeah, one of the big cases that stemmed from a scandal from, what was it, 2016. Um... So, yeah, uh, several top meta executives, including Zuckerberg and Sandberg, uh, and the person set to replace Sandberg as COO when she leaves later this year, are set to give depositions in a lawsuit about the Cambridge Analytical scandal. Dog and pony show. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to happen. It's it's not going to, nothing's going to come of it. That's the thing. Correct. So, um, yeah, and they're scheduled to answer questions up to six hours each. Great. That's going to be fun. Um, yeah, so it could be, a, it could end up as a class, class action case if a judge agrees to it, alleging that Facebook illegally shared user data with third parties and did not adequately, adequately protect the data from being abused by bad actors. Yeah, um, all stems from, you know, trying to oust Trump in 2016 and stop his presidential bid. Um, But then again, uh, I should have mentioned this in news. I forgot about this. Bill Barr came out and said that uh, what Hillary Clinton did during that campaign is the definition of sedition. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring that Next week. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he said she probably won't get charged for it, but it is the definition of sedition. So anyway, you know, it's, it's pretty unlikely that these depositions are going to contain anything shocking. Um, that's, you know, I mean, this has been going on since 2016. I think 2018 is when it really came to a head. So in these four years, Anything new going to come out? Probably not. Probably not. Rehashing the same old stuff. Yeah. To keep the I do fear, like I do like fear going. Yeah, I do like the Zuck's face getting back on camera for you know the you know just keeping him in the spotlight for egregious behavior. I mean, you know how to scare the crap out of a liberal. 
Mm. Just say Trump's coming. <laughs> scream like little girls. No. no. Oh, you know what? I've had enough. Uh, I got it. That's enough tech for today. All right. Well, that's it. If you want to get a hold of me, it's uh, <laughs> Scott at techtools.net. That's Scott at T K T O O L Z dot net. And where can they find you at, Dean? I am Dean at techtools.net. D E A N at T E K T O O L Z dot net. Words matter, man. They do. They do. Words are. I'm not gonna or start. you can go I'm to our website we at T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z T- and you can listen there. You can decide to get, leave some comments for Dean and that's Dean at techtools.net <laughs> and uh, donate. if you got I will cash. answer all emails. Yes, he will answer all emails. I will. Even the ones to me. So uh, uh, if you... If uh yeah, go there, do some stuff. <laughs> and uh one more thing, Dean. Stay free. Ooh, stay safe. Later, Tater. <laughs>